0: Welcome to the LDS Mental Health Podcast. This is a podcast for faithful women who want healing in their relationships, guidance from God, and internal peace. Each week, you'll hear mental health concepts taught through a spiritual lens from me, a licensed clinical mental health counselor, to help you start thinking in a higher and holier way. Welcome. On this episode, we will discuss three ways to be perfect. Perfectionism is a topic I teach women about almost daily and is one of my most misunderstood terms, I think, in the gospel. Women often think the term perfect when used in the scriptures means to be without mistake, which then leads to them searching to crack the code of never making a mistake in order to live up to what God wants them to do. And this thought process of trying to be without mistake and show up perfectly or don't show up at all, leads to a lot of stress, overwhelm, hurt, and heartache. Eventually, feeling not good enough and that you'll never be good enough. And this is actually the exact opposite of what God was intending when he said, be ye therefore perfect. What I hope you gain out of today's episode is that the higher and holier way of looking at perfection will allow you to feel more peace and confidence and hope. And your thoughts about what perfection really is can determine how you feel and what actions you take in your life. So I was inspired to record this episode because of a recent talk in General Conference called The Imperfect Harvest by Elder Vern P. Stanfield, and he's of the 70. And I want to read you a quote from his talk about perfection. He said, remember that perfectionism is not the same as being perfected in Christ. Perfectionism requires an impossible self-inflicted standard that compares us to others. This causes guilt and anxiety and can make us want to withdraw and isolate ourselves. Have you ever fallen into that comparison trap of putting others on this perfection pedestal and then feeling like you need to somehow get up there too? I know I'm not exempt from those thoughts for sure. So in fact, these types of misconceptions about perfection are very common. And not because they're taught that way but because of the natural phenomenon inside of us, the natural man. The natural man is supposed to tell us the exact opposite thing of what God would want to tell us. And that's its job. The natural man's really good at taking gospel principles and then turning them around to make you feel guilt, shame, and confusion. So I want to talk today about what the scriptures are actually talking about when you read about perfection. So, I'm going to share three ways you can actually be perfect according to the scriptures. The first way you can be perfect is to be resurrected. President Nelson dove into this in his 1995 talk, um, Perfection Pending is the name of the talk. So in that talk, he distinguished between eternal perfection and mortal perfection. So here's what he said about eternal perfection. In the scripture Matthew 5:48 be ye therefore perfect. The term perfect was translated from the Greek telios, which means complete. Telios is an adject, uh, adjective derived from the noun telios, which means end. The infinitive form of the verb is teliano, which means to reach a distinct or distant end, to be fully developed, to consummate or to finish. Please note that the word does not imply freedom from error. It implies achieving a distant objective. In fact, when the writers of the Greek New Testament wished to describe perfection of behavior, precision, or excellence of human effort, they did not employ the term teleos. Instead, they chose different words. Just prior to his crucifixion, Jesus said that on the third day, I shall be perfected. Think of that. The sinless, airless Lord, already perfected by our mortal standards, proclaimed on his own state of perfection, yet to be in the future. His eternal perfection would follow his resurrection and receipt of all power in heaven and in earth. I love this distinction that President Nelson made about the Savior not even being perfect until he was resurrected. And doesn't that kind of take some pressure off, right? Now, I don't think God is telling us that the only thing we need to do to be perfect is to be resurrected, because that's promised to everyone. So the second and third way of being perfect involves some work on your part, but not in the way you might think. These next two ways of being perfect fall under the category of perfecting the saints. Now. When I tried to look up the exact meaning of perfecting the saints, I couldn't find a definitive answer, but I did find some interesting ideas from conference talks. And this quote from President Nelson outlines the second way to be perfect, which is to make covenants for ourselves and our ancestors through ordinances. So President Nelson said the Lord again restored his church to bless all of God's children in the last dispensation of the gospel with the ordinances and covenants necessary for the perfecting of the saints. The perfecting of the saints to the greater concept of gathering Israel on both sides of the veil. As we strive to walk the covenant path by making and keeping covenants with the Lord and help gather Israel on both sides of the veil, we perfect both ourselves and our families involved in the work here on Earth, as we help perfect our ancestors in the spirit world. Then there is a reference to Doctrine and Covenants one twenty eight eighteen, for we without them cannot be made perfect. Therefore, can they without us be me? There <laughs> neither can they without us be made perfect. Neither can they nor we may be made. perfect perfect without those who have died in the gospel also. So this is also an interesting way to look at becoming perfect. We need to have those covenants to become whole, which is the definition of perfect in the guide to the scriptures, but not only make our own covenants, we need to help other ancestors make their covenants as well in the temple. Now, the second part of perfecting the saints that President Nelson said um, with making covenants was keeping them. Now, this leads to the third way of perfecting, being perfect, which is repentance. When you look up uh, the definition of perfect in the Guide to the Scriptures, it says, true followers of Christ may become perfect through the atonement, through his grace and atonement. So part of the perfecting process is in keeping covenants. And we won't do that without mistake. The plan was never set up for us to keep covenants without mistake. Otherwise, there wouldn't be a need for a savior. The process of repenting and turning back to Christ for help, healing, and redemption is what helps us continually grow into the individuals God knows that we can become. So I found this fun quote by Elder Neil A. Maxwell. He said, The church is not a well-provisioned rest home for the already perfected. Rather, the church is a learning laboratory and a workshop in which we gain experience in the ongoing process of perfecting the saints. I love that. Church is a learning laboratory for us to come back to and begin to look at and inspect where changes need to occur within. The real truth is that we will all have a need for repentance to be perfected because we live in a fallen world with fallen bodies. And really the culprit here is the natural man. If you don't learn how to understand and work with your natural man inside of you, you really run the risk of being deceived and lose the opportunity to let Christ help you become perfected. When you get to know your natural man and remove the roadblocks that the natural man creates, then you hear and recognize him more in your life and you participate in that perfecting of the saints. And no one can remove all their roadblocks and be perfect in this life. Not me and not you, but anyone can learn to recognize when they're being triggered into the natural man state and use skills to return to their true divine self. Guess what? That's exactly what I teach you to do in my Removing Roadblocks to Revelation group group coaching program. In that program, you learn mental health skills through a spiritual lens so that you can understand which thoughts are keeping you from connecting with Christ and participate in that perfecting of the saints. So I plan to open this program in August and I would love for you to join us. So if it sounds like a program that could help you in your life, then click the link in my show notes and join the waitlist today so that you're notified when the doors open. So hopefully this episode kind of clarified what perfection means when it comes to the scriptures and how you can work towards perfecting yourself and perfecting the saints. Thank you for listening to the LDS Mental Health Podcast. I hope you were able to find ways of healing, guidance, and peace. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend who would love to start thinking in a higher and holier way as well. Or hit that follow button so you don't miss out on any episodes. Also, check out the links in my show notes for other episodes you might like and links for other mental health resources on my website.